0: Hello and welcome to Drunk On Comics Podcast episode 518. (laughs) Linz, how's it going?
1: Is it 518? Yes, I said it
0: correctly. Does that
1: literally mean it's been, I just looked up what the last podcast you posted was?
0: Which was what?
1: 514? 515? Are we really that far?
0: No, it should be 516 posted and I have 517 ready to go. 5.14
1: is the last one on Apple Podcasts.
0: Oh, shit. Okay, well, that's not been updated yet. I posted those (laughs) other ones. Uh, Something happened. I was cleaning my house. You've seen it. (laughs) I actually have results. So I may not have put them all a while ago, but I just recently did. (laughs) Regardless, though, we had another good podcast for you today. Yes,
1: yes. Lots of uh, stuff and things and books.
0: Yep. Exactly that. (laughs) Talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of of comic books and what might be happening with uh, streaming services. So with that, grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 518, Calls My Thighs Then Hangs. Be to find out that Taskmaster is back on YouTube.
1: Yes, I think that their um, streaming service that they tried to start did that not was about a year ago go over ago.
0: well. Yeah, and that and well, also I heard that they switched channels or whatever over there, and yeah, all of a sudden I was just like, "Oh, Taskmaster's back on YouTube. Let's catch up on some of the last couple seasons." seasons. Yeah, I and... think we're
1: pretty caught up on the
0: on it i recently did that but best show in the world it really is back i again i almost was considering getting a month of whatever the everyone was trying to do that around that time i feel like everyone wanted the new service and it's like
1: well and i can tell you the big problem that they had with it is they they launched it and they put um a bunch of the older seasons up but the more the more recent seasons were not even on their streaming service oh So it was like, well what the fuck is the point? I've watched Mm -hmm. all of these already. Did they at least
0: have the international ones?
1: They had some of them. Okay. I think there was a couple they didn't. And it sounded and it looked to me like they were working through adding stuff and they were kind of doing it at a pace instead of all at once. But like listen, you can't do that and expect people to stay on like if you're if you're if you're slowly adding stuff that has already been available, like people are gonna get pissed. Yeah. If you're slowly adding stuff that hasn't been available behind the
0: scenes and everything, yeah, that's different. But, but regardless of that uh, bad thought on you know them doing this, I'm glad that it's back for free for anyone to watch. Yes, because it is one of the most hilarious shows ever. It really is. I laughed so loud one time that I thought I might have woke my neighbors. It was, <laughs> and it was one of the dumbest fucking things. But the show just
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so
0: it's good stuff. That's been my last week.
1: Nice. That's a good way to spend a week.
0: Yeah. That and we'll get on the opposite side of things. Finishing Secret Invasion. Oh. Just start off with that.
1: Yeah. I got through episode two. So I got, that was the, so I got, yeah, because that was the episode they introduced Amelia Clark's
0: character yeah. was in the episode
1: two. So that is the furthest I got
0: in that. The show, like. It's so oh boring. My God. I, everyone has the same thoughts. So it's not like no it's more of how the fuck did people miss what they were trying to do because if every single person that watched this scratches their head and says why didn't this go this or why didn't you make it any other way besides what the fuck this horse shit was Right. it could have been interesting Yeah, you introduced Amelia Clark's uh, it's Gaia, Gia, whatever yeah. to become the ultimate super, okay, you're not gonna finish it fuck no Gravit gets all the spoiler. Spoiler
1: alert to anyone who is interested. Don't in finishing watch it. it. And I don't the... care if
0: I spoil it because right. <laughs> they they tease some things within the second episode or something about possibly well, super scroll, super scroll, yeah, and possibly some flavors of powers that they would get. Um, Call Obsidian was one of because he showed up kind of on a screen, Groot. So kind of we're thinking stretching Groot like. And I talked about it. I didn't like it right. per se, but also I was like, it's kind of okay, you know. Sure, we'll do it. You gotta with work right with now. what you got. No. What they ended up doing at the end was having Amelia Clark pretend to be Fury with this catalyst special brew that didn't have just those couple that they showed on the screen. It had every single Avengers power DNA that they've had. Oh, and this comes so she's the real taskmaster behind the scenes <laughs> from Kevin saying Kevin Feige saying here, like all the powers are on the table now. I think the showrunners Took didn't that quite li- realize too literally. To literally,
1: yeah. Instead of being like, "Oh, we get to choose from like let's yeah, choose, choose five of, of all, these," yeah. instead they were like, "Oh, all of them." Okay, because, why? But who? But who was I mean, someone had to sign off on that eventually.
0: And so at the end, there was a giant battle, not between Fury and Gravik, who this whole – it's called Fury – or no, it's called Secret Invasion. It should have been called Fury. Yeah, Um,
1: it should have been.
0: But – because it had nothing to do with the Secret Invasion storyline at all. There was not a single – It's not
1: a secret. uh,
0: Well, the whole time reading the story is who is who, and, and, like, anyone could be a Skrull. And in this, we kind of knew who the people were. right. But it wasn't till the last 10 minutes when the president, after almost getting assassinated, goes, oh, there's scrolls, and we should attack them. And then people start, like, they show some news cut things of people attacking shit. That's what the show should have been about. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so now you have, well, Gravit got defeated, but now you have a new superhero, Gaia, who has every fucking power. Yeah. So there's that MacGuffin. Um, Rhodey is, you know, was a scroll. Right. We kind of all knew that, but the director is saying that he was taken after secret wars or a uh, secret. No civil war.
1: Yeah. They, I saw something where they tried to tie it in. Cause they, he showed up in like a bathrobe or something that he was wearing like yeah. right after that. Yeah.
0: And I'm, and I'm like, well, that throws so much shit out of like the waters of what they did now, all those movies. You physically can't retcon him back to that point, right? Because he's already he's time traveled. He's been cut before. He's bled. He's been in th- like everyone's like. Well, they really infiltrated. No, that's not how these fucking <laughs> things work. <laughs> and oh, yeah. then he missed. Then he would have missed. You know, Tony's death and all this shit. Like, right? He's gonna come out of this like not knowing people got disappeared because he wasn't part of fucking the blip or anything like right it just doesn't make sense where was he he's been captured the whole time since secret. He could, invasion. he could have still blipped but then he blipped right back into their confines
1: yeah I guess so you go back to where you blipped from you do right or no yeah yeah all
0: those people that blipped on those planes that
1: I mean that's the question I think we had at the time wasn't that's it true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's not let's not go there no
1: no that's that's a whole that's a whole separate conversation
0: it was it was so bad and then i went and rewatched uh ant man 3 yeah just to see if that was as bad and i still still not good no because i'm like the whole fucking movie is um is it janet yeah janet all you would have had to do is tell them some point from when they saved you to now don't ever fucking open the quantum realm. There's an evil guy that will conquer the world.
1: Yeah. Instead, she what, lied the whole time? Because we she told us the story of her existence in the quantum yeah. realm. But then it turns out she had this whole vibrant life, including
0: boyfriends down yeah. there. And that's why she didn't want to let them know or something. Right. It just I just kept getting more angry at the TV. Yeah. And I was like, none of it had to do with Ant-Man's character or like even the daughter, like, some points, I was like, this is fucking shoehorned in. But no, it all had to do with Janet. Didn't need her at all. No. Could have told this whole story with them going in there yeah. accidentally.
1: Right. God, it was... Yeah. But
0: Marvel is. We did
1: get a new Loki trailer.
0: And I think they released that just because of all the shit. Because it, it doesn't looked... come out
1: until October, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. October 4th, I think, is when it starts. Yeah. Looked good.
1: It did look good.
0: I want to know what the heck the, well, the time-splicing. Time-slipping? time, splicing,
1: time, time
0: oh, what do slipping? He say? Yeah, time-slipping. Which like, reminded me kind of of like a cable. Um, oh. Cable and Hope, like going through time when yeah. they did that whole thing. But I don't think that's what it is. But obviously it's got something to do with him time-traveling. But I, I don't know. I'm more confused than...
1: So that's good that's kind of how you want to start the show right Mm-hmm. I'm excited for um oh, what do, how do you say his name Is it,
0: uh, Ryan or something Wilson Owen Wilson no 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 no,
1: no 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 their new character um, he was he was in oh um, short round yeah yeah he has a he has a real name and I was trying to remember what it was
0: <laughs> making his comeback. Yeah, he was, I always knew him as Data first. Oh, from,
1: from Goonies. From Goonies. Yeah, I knew him of short, short round before. Yeah. I knew but him. I mean, those were like yeah. the two things
0: he did, and then yeah, uh, left. Uh yes, that trailer looks good. I only watched it once though, so I didn't want to get into it yet. But that's pretty much my first thoughts. Is I'm confused, but I'm good Ke- confused. K. Hui Kwan,
1: yeah. K. Hui Kwan, Kei Hui Kwan. Is it K or Key? K? K? I don't know. I haven't listened to anybody pronounce his name in a while. So. (laughs) But. Yeah, we don't have to get too much into it. I just know that. um, That was the one bright spot in the Marvel stuff. As of recent.
0: Yeah. I'm sure we'll probably bring up some other stuff of writing and striking. But all this has to do with that. Like, Yeah. Well, and.
1: um, uh, She-Hulk. Her. Her name, whatever her name is, I can't. Oh,
0: remember. Uh, Tatiana Ma- uh, Maslani. Maslani.
1: Um She she's she's busting out against Kevin Feige right now, so I don't know if we're gonna have any
0: more well, She-Hulk either. Here's the thing: Do, you watch She-Hulk, right? Yeah. The last fucking episode was uh, breaking down the stupid tropes mm-hmm. that happen with getting the bad guys getting the vial, and then they said, no, we're not doing that. And then your next fucking project has that exact same plot. Right. How fucking stupid. Yeah. How fucking stupid, Marvel. I hate you so much. <laughs> Comic book's still going good. But
1: Yeah, I mean the comics are always gonna be the break point, I think, when it comes to the And that here's stuff. the thing
0: too. I still enjoy some of the movie like Guardians of the Galaxy Three, that is seriously up there as one of the best yeah. superhero movies. You kind of gotta see it as the whole of all three of them, but still it's sure. That's cinema.
1: That's cinema. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: one last thing before we get into uh, some reviews from you, since I don't have any book, uh, is I just want to talk about Paul Rubens because oh yes, Pee Wee Herman himself. Pee Wee was a huge part of my childhood. Oh yeah, his laughter, like I don't know, I, I won't even do it justice trying to yeah, copy it, but. It's- so happy and joyous.
1: Pee-wee's Big Adventure is one of the best movies
0: ever made. Yeah. I even like Pee-wee's Big Top. That was fun too. Yeah, Just Pee-wee was such a... And so I rewatched watched uh, a couple things and I'm just like man, this is really is for kids. This is a zany character yeah. that says funny things right. in weird inflections because I was trying to look at it in two ways. One, I'm I am laughing at him as a character, but I was trying to think of like him as this character knows that I'm just gonna say stupid stuff. But he's it, a
1: human SpongeBob. That
0: yeah, that is perfect analogy yeah. of what he is. Yep, and his show was
1: his if, if whoever create the creators of SpongeBob definitely used Pee Wee Herman as like a source point. What that he, character? Paul
0: Rubens is uh, best known for that, and that's sure. how I always know him yep. when I was a kid. Um, but. I always wanted his bike because that was the most <laughs> coolest bike in the world <laughs> however he's been in Buffy he's been in countless other movies and let's be
1: he's... clear when you say Buffy you mean the original movie yeah not the TV show yes but uh oh yeah he was I mean he was the Penguins dad in both the movie and the Gotham TV oh, yeah. show
0: yep yep and he yeah he and everyone said he was just a lovable awesome person now I'll never forget also growing up there was a big scandal with him yes that looking back on it I'm kind of (sighs) like
1: it's a it's a dumb scandal because let's I mean let's talk about it for a sec because he actually came out of it pretty okay Josh and I were talking about this and he's like did he he didn't really get work and I was like did he not get work though because he was Pee Wee Herman like would he have gotten work anyway because once you're Pee Wee Herman who's gonna put you in other things yeah right um but so he obviously got busted for having his dick out in a movie theater, but it was an adult movie
0: theater. Yeah, I always thought that's what people went in there to do. It is what
1: people go in there to do. A hundred percent. Now, if you're a person of note, like if somebody can look at your face and instantly recognize who you are, should you have your dick out in public at all? Probably not. But also, mind you, it's this not is- like it was a kid's movie.
0: This is pre-internet, pre-computer days, right. So you kind of couldn't just
1: stay at home. Right true but you know protect your image especially yeah. if you're a beloved child icon <laughs> like you don't take your dick out in anywhere in public yep. um, poor decision but out of all the things that could have and have been done by celebrities like to me that seems like who the fuck cares
0: yeah well that's the thing I I do think that he I do think he got
1: <laughs> you don't think
0: <laughs> yeah. I, <can't> say... <laughs> I was gonna say don't but then do um <laughs> I do think he he did have a time where he yeah he he was kind of not in the spotlight yeah
1: because people lost their collective minds because you know what for a really long time I didn't I mean I was pre- I think we were still pretty young when that happened because it was in the nineties mm-hmm. and I don't like the fact that it was an adult movie theater didn't come into my understanding of the situation until I got older so that means people were talking about it as in he just had his dick out in a movie theater yeah
0: I think I thought that too right. which I was
1: which is and, different yeah. than having your dick out in a, and not that I would have even understood what an adult movie theater was at a certain age. Um, so and that could be why and parents are always scared to talk about that shit with their children. You know, it's funny
0: so but. rewatching some of these clips of the show and everything it really did take me back and really started making me think of the you know the way that we kind of view certain things like my parents always let me watch rated R movies. Well, didn't always and my mom did. My dad let me watch Radar movies. It's always the the, So the predators and the aliens and everything and how I feel nowadays, I feel some of my uh, peers that have kids who would have grown up kind of like me in the sense Mm -hmm. of dad sneakily let them watch Radar, and they're all fine, are more like, I can't let my kids see this stuff right now. Right. But then I also think back in the day – some of our parents were worse too, and I don't know how to justify what's the better. Uh,
1: I think it's dependent societal on, norm. I don't, I don't think that you can generalize. I think it's dependent on the child. Like you know, what your child can handle. Connor watched movies before he should have, and I remember specifically getting into a not, a, not a fight, but just like a little back and forth with his dad because um, I, I want to say Connor was probably thirteen. Maybe when the first Deadpool movie came out and his dad was like, he shouldn't watch this. And I get it. There's a weird, there's a, most of it would probably be okay, but there's that one scene with his girlfriend in the middle where they are doing all the sex, oh. <laughs> including pegging, which is fine and enjoyable, but also is it something you want to talk to your like 12 year old about, Yeah. um, But he kept saying it's just inappropriate for him. But in the meantime, he's letting him watch, like, all these horror movies. And I'm like, what the fuck is the difference? Yeah. If you're going to let him watch rated R movies, let him watch rated R movies. If you don't want to have a discussion with your child about what pegging is, then I will do it.
0: (laughs) I have no problem explaining that to a person. So. I mean, that is true, though, because, yeah, you have the big talk of, well, death, it's fake in the movies, but it's a real thing. Yep
1: yeah it's just how much you're willing to like and there is something about like ruining your child's innocence too soon like you don't want to take their their oh, yeah. their joyful glee and innocence away from them too soon because dealing with sex and death is scary
0: i think a good time uh is like 12 13 cuz pg13 technically i feel like you should be able to watch r then if you're going to watch a pg13 movie. Eh.
1: I mean, there's a lot of stuff in R movies that aren't in PG-13 movies, like tits. Uh, And fuck. The word fuck, specifically. Uh, And fucking. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's the problem with a lot of rated R movies, especially, is sometimes, like, why is it rated R? Like, are you okay with watching a movie with your kid that's rated R just because of language? Are you okay with violence? Are you okay with sex? What if it has all of them? Is that one off them? You know what I mean? It's really just figuring out like what you're okay, honestly, just talking to your kids about. And if you're not okay with talking to your 12-year-old about sex, then don't let them watch movies with sex in it.
0: And I agree with everything it's gonna It's going to
1: fuck them up a little bit because other 12-year-olds are just going to tell them about it and they're going to get all of the wrong information.
0: <laughs> but. I, but, but I think... Uh, bigger point is, was it a cool fucking movie? Was it a cool story? Right. Did you enjoy it as a father that you would love your kid right. or whatever? Yeah. Because sometimes, like, okay, tits, ooh, whatever. Right. Like, or, but also cool, you know. Sure. Boobs. Yeah. You know, they, whatever. I don't think that sex scenes need to be in shows and movies. But when they're there, I can sometimes say that I can see the artistic reason why, but also then it sounds so dumb to say that. Yeah. Like, did you really need to have, you know, a fake butt, you know, for this actor to do this sex scene? Like, why did you need, why couldn't you just have the covers on? Um, I bring that up because in Oppenheimer, there is the- Oppenheimer. uh, The um, Florence Pugh, Mm. I guess, has a nude scene- that why from what the critics said actually it made sense to show the difference between um Oppenheimer's wife and her who's the side piece Ah. to show the differences of like no sex at home touching and everything so again artistic you can justify it but just some places in the world they don't like that so they have a CGI because it was a big thing Nolan's movie has no CGI right Except for they have some CGI to cover her up in, her up in yeah. a black dress or something.
1: I mean, you can, listen, you can show the difference between two two women's bodies without showing nipples and vulva. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, but I'm in love you, with Florence. Well, so, she's adorable. Yeah. She is. She's my favorite. All right, so everything from <laughs> TV shows to Pee Wee's Playhouse to...
1: Yep. And I have some books. I have three. I'm going to start with the small ones. Okay. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Alice Never After. Came out from Boom. So I, Alice in Wonderland is my favorite Disney cartoon. I, it's so fucked up. It's the weirdest Disney. Because of the drugs? It is because of the drugs. It is a crazy ass movie, and the story it's based off of is also fucking crazy. It's amazing. I love it. It's so weird. It drove my weirdness as a child, made me into the weird adult I am today. <laughs> so when I when Alice in Wonderland stuff comes out, I. I don't go crazy. I'm not like one of those people like, I have to have everything Alice in Wonderland, but like I don't own t-shirts or anything. But when media comes out, I, I try to consume it and hope that it's good. The Alice in Wonderland movies with Johnny Depp, not so great. <laughs> <laughs> the Alice video game that was like a horror game, fucking amazing. Um, so of course, when I saw this, I was like, S- sweet, what is this going to be about? Alice never after sounds foreboding. it's got a bit of a horror style cover to it, but it actually oh, yeah. it reminds me of like a xenoscope title, yeah, and when you actually look at her in the book, um once you get so there's or see if I can find her actual in her little yeah, I mean she's not showing too much cleavage, but a, a little more than I expect to see in like a boom boom book not not xenoscope level really, but little bit more so there's let me get back to that i can tell you who wrote this so this was created by dan Panosian. i hope that's how you say his name um so he wrote it and he also illustrated the london scenes when when there's stuff happening in actual okay. london and then the wonderland scenes were illustrated by giorgio Spiletta. so there's two different artists on this depending but the styles aren't so different that like oh, let me tilt this back towards you and so this would be the London scene right here. Very kind of old school mm-hmm. looking illustration. This one especially, this picture of Alice kind of like dead eyed really creeped me yeah. out. <laughs> but good. And then once you get into Wonderland, like it's a little it's you can tell it's different. Yeah. But it still looks like an aged style of illustration. Maybe a little more detailed, like brighter colours.
0: Is there any uh so taking the main I guess Disney one that we mostly are familiar yep. with big differences in Um like, okay the so
1: this not not in Wonderland actually okay. like I mean the right now they're having tea the white rabbit and and all those people are there the dormouse at one point you run into the caterpillar um the Cheshire cat's roaming around in the background supposedly um the, you run into a field of flowers and they have the faces, okay, right? Yeah. Like they do in the so so not a huge difference. Um, it's definitely different than, but still along the same vibes as the Disney one. But this book takes place after, I would say, the events in the Alice in Wonderland okay. movie, um, because Alice is basically ruling Wonderland. Oh, but. What you when you start this story, Alice is in London, and that's when you get that like that dead-eyed stare, and she, clearly there's something wrong with her brain. Mm-hmm. So she's existing in London, but her mind is in Wonderland. So it's almost like they're selling it like her, she's living like
0: two lives at once, or
1: she has schizophrenia or something, right, or delusions. So, and her her sister is there, and her dad, and all this stuff, and they keep talking about these people who fucked with her brain. So I'm like, oh! What did they do? (laughs) Who are these people? And you get introduced to them. They're in separate prisons. It's a a man and a woman. And um, at the end of the book, the sister goes to see the man that fucked with Alice's brain to see if... Because she wants to fix her, and they haven't been able to. So she's going to see the guy that caused it to see if He can help fix it. The dad is going to see the woman, and that seems like a whole shady thing that's happening. Her dad does not seem cool, Alice's dad. I don't know what's going on there, but he gives me major creeper vibes in this book. And I'm pretty sure that the woman he's going to see was the Queen of Hearts. Of course, right? (laughs) So very interested in what's going on. Gives me kind of like creepy, weird vibes, which I love. So I'm excited to keep reading this one. It's so far so good on the Alice in Wonderland front. Um, so that's a that's a plus. Check that out from Boom. Um, the other one that I read because I guess I've been on a real cat theme lately was called "Purr Evil," Per Evil," Per. "Purr Evil," <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> you know, like pure evil, but per like a cat. Anyway, so this is by my girl. Uh, uh, Mirka, Andolfo Okay, yep. So she did. Um,
0: sweet paprika, sweet paprika, and she uh, had one that you blue, yeah, uh, something blue.
1: But yeah, she's not the artist on this; just the writer. Um, so the art style is different than Sweet Paprika was. Definitely more realistic looking, but still kind of got that weird Mirka vibe to it where things aren't completely normal. Um, And the overall idea of this story is you get introduced to these two groups of people, this dad and his son, and this mom and her daughter, and they live in the same apartment complex. The dad and the son seem like just kind of normal. The dad owns the apartment building, I think. And then the mom and and her daughter are definitely got something going on. (laughs) Like, it starts with the mom, the whole first scene is the mom cleaning up, like, just a bunch of, dead people oh so i don't know you don't really know are they there is she there because she's cleaning up for something they did is she there cleaning up because of something somebody else did did she kill them all did somebody else kill them like you just don't really know why they're there but they're there and there's lots of dead bodies (laughs) and the daughter shows up too so the daughter is involved in And whatever's going on but the one thing that kind of sticks out is one of the guys in the room is not completely dead all the way and then you get this which is a slit in his neck that looks like cat paws coming out of it (laughs) and so you're like what the fuck and that's it ends like that you don't get any more cat paws until the very end of the book but um it's really just as a setup book you to introduce you to the characters, who they are, kind of like what their history is a little bit. like the the dad and the son, his wife had just died, right? So you got that storyline explaining itself, the mom and the daughter, kind of like their relationship and that being explained without going into their background. And you get into the end and that's when all the crazy stuff starts happening. So you figure out the daughter maybe has special powers. That her dad probably also has special powers and he's a bad guy and it has something to do with these fucking cats. I don't even know really how to explain it. You just get to the end and the, the daughter and the son have gone off to like hang out and the mom freaks out. She's like, she can't be alone with anybody and the dad's like why they they're teenagers it'll be fine they'll be back and she's like oh no you don't understand my daughter is going to fuck your son up so <laughs> <laughs> essentially and so you get to the the end page and they're just sitting in a diner and then you get the little kitty demon kitties dancing around the son's head and the mom's like uh, my daughter's going to corrupt your son Uh-oh. and but she means literally like corrupt in the terms of like D and D, where something gets corrupted, you know, by evil, not like I made you do something bad, like literally your soul is now corrupted, sort of thing. So, it's got me intrigued. Anything with cute little five-eyed well, kitties. I was
0: gonna say, I mean, it goes along with <laughs> cats being evil. So. Yeah,
1: well, this is this is the second. Hey now, not all cats are evil. My little baby kitty was the sweetest boy on the planet. Um, but I was reading the other book Hairball, which was also about an evil cat. So that just seems to be like a trend right now is the evil cat trend. Um, okay. So the last book I read is a book. Yeah, and
0: I don't believe that you read this. I book. read the whole thing. Cause that's a huge it's, book. It's,
1: um, let's see here. Hold on. Um, let me find out the pages. Oh yeah. I'm not going to include like the thank yous at the end or anything like that. Uh, 582 pages but it is a graphic novel so most of it is pictures um so i find it easier to read when there's pictures as does everybody um but i did bust through it in two days
0: so uh you didn't say what it is yet
1: it's called blankets it's a graphic novel by craig thompson And 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 you wanted to guess what it was about yes do you want to guess based on the cover or just the name
0: I mean, I'm guessing it's. it looks like they're cold in the snow, so they need blankets to stay alive.
1: <laughs> blankets are involved in this book. So basically, this is a autobiographical, and I don't know if it's loosely autobiographical or if he literally was like, this is what my life was exactly like. But um, so Craig Thompson wrote this book about his childhood and his first love. So it goes from like... I want to say maybe 10, 12. I'm not sure how young it is he is when this starts to teenager to like getting into college and all the fucked up shit that went along with that. So he, um, Craig, was raised in Wisconsin, rural Wisconsin. So a lot of this book is about being like a little artsy weirdo in rural Wisconsin in the 80s. And having grown up in rural Michigan in the 80s, I can tell you that it is shitty. <laughs> Being a weirdo in a small rural town in the Midwest, especially in the 80s. So he got bullied a lot. His parents were very religious. So there's a lot of re- religion that is in this book, like him exploring that as a person. Um, and they're also... Poor. So dealing with, like, him and his brother have to share a bed for a really long time. So, like, think about, like, you and Matt having to share a bed until, like, you're 12. But, like, your brother also pees the bed all the time. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, <laughs> and, and if either of you complained, you had to sleep on the fold-up bed in the spider-infested uh, closet oh, okay. that was in the upstairs. Ooh. So, <laughs> it didn't sound like he had a super good time. There were there were definitely um, pockets of like good memories about him, you know, playing pretend with his brother. They would pretend the bed is like a boat, things like that, and all the fun stuff. So it wasn't like he was completely miserable the whole time. He did make sure to touch on the 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 good times he had as well. But like definitely there was some molestation going on from their babysitter and he felt bad about not being able to protect his brother from that. It was great his I feel bad for Craig. If this was his actual life, like it was tough. <laughs> his growing up was very tough. But the blanket's come in because the first part of it is about him, sh- you know, sharing his his bed with his brother. So, struggling for the blanket, the blanket on the bed came into play in a bunch of different ways. Um then it flashes forward to to he's when he's a teenager and he goes to like a church thing and meets a girl from Michigan um, and they hit it off and they end up having like this cute little letter writing romance back and forth um, until that he goes he decides to go visit her for two weeks so he goes to Michigan stays with her for two weeks and a good chunk of this book is about their time together in in those two weeks and her life fucking sucks too by the way, <laughs> these people are leading like the saddest existences ever, um, but not really. But kind of. It's just I felt Did they bad. Have a happy ending at least. It well, I mean, he wrote this book, so he's doing well. <laughs> His brother is also an artist, which I thought was cool. It 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 does end as him as an adult, like talking about how, um, you know he's he's kind of turned away from religion not necessarily his belief in god but like organized religion aspect of it um how he was trying to make his his way as an artist and things like that and really you can tell this book is just him reflecting on all of the things that he went through until he hit like the age where he could feel like an adult um and how that stuff kind of formulated the person that he was this two-week relationship this two week in-person relationship that him and this girl had was intense. Like, like living out like a whole like lifetime of love in two weeks. Like, you know, your typical teenage romance where you think that like, if you can't be together, it's the end of the world sort of romance. And she makes him a blanket. That's where the other blanket comes in. Two blankets, blankets. (laughs) but i would say that like this book isn't definitely for everyone if you're not the type that's into reading about people's experiences um if you only like to read comic books that are fun and light this is definitely not for you if you're into to getting into like a kind of a i don't want to say sweet but there is sweetness to this book even though a lot of terrible stuff happens And having the age that we are, I think, is who this book is written for. Because I think kids younger than us might read this and be like, I don't understand. Why were they so mean to him just because he had long hair? Like, like kids these days don't really understand what bullies were like in the 80s and how terrible they were, especially if you grew up in a small town. Um, So I don't know. That might be lost on them a little bit. But definitely people our age, I think, would get a... uh, uh, not a kick but like enjoy reading this book I liked it a lot and I suggested Josh read it too because I think he would like it so
0: well cool cool now, thank you for reading some things yes
1: you're welcome and I know this the not what you were expecting out of this giant book either but if you look at the cover it is it should have been exactly what you expected me to talk about
0: with this book yeah you're <laughs> trying to stay warm in the winter
1: yeah <laughs> Exactly in Wisconsin and Michigan. I think they're in Michigan when they're outside in the snow, and we all know how that shit goes here. Yeah.
0: So. Um. So something I forgot to mention. Uh. Last time when we met. Uh. About Kamala and uh, Miss Marvel. Yes. So, they're going to release because that came out in Disney Plus. They're going to re-release it on. Uh, I believe Hulu um for people that don't have Disney plus but or ABC maybe and then and okay you don't want the Hulu. movie no the show Miss Marvel
1: oh miss the Miss Marvel show yeah okay
0: um before the new movie yeah uh, comes out oh they're so, putting
1: down Hulu so more people can watch it
0: yeah I don't know if it's a whole series but I remember reading that and I bring that up because then I also just read something. They're going to put the first three episodes of secret evasion on. Mm. Hulu. Don't need to watch that one. No.
1: And I thought, cause I know that, that like, I thought they were supposed to combine those apps at some point in time.
0: Around the world. It
1: is. Okay. Just like other places. Oh, have just it. here. They're gouging us for extra money. Pretty Fucking so. be an American. Sucks. <laughs> we don't have any money here either. <laughs> <laughs> The problem is, is other governments are probably like other countries are like, no, you're not charging. P- if you're the same company, you they pay one price, and here it's in the United States, they're like, what, oh, do you want to, Do you want to add a third option in there where they can do
0: both? That's more. <laughs> it's what the market will bear. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's yeah. the whole point of all this. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that, uh, so. San Diego Comic Con happened the other weekend. Yep. Uh because of the writer strike and everything, there well, weren't a lot of announcements of things because most things being greenlit now aren't even mm-hmm. pre written, um, which is also kinda dumb. But uh D C announced a new Watchmen movie.
1: Live action?
0: Oh, cartoon Animated? of the original.
1: Oh, an adult version, I would hope, right?
0: Yeah, but I don't feel like it's needed.
1: It's not. It's absolutely not. You can watch. The movie that Zack Snyder made was actually pretty decent. I'll give him that. Yeah. And the television show was fucking awesome. Yeah. So read the book. Watch the television show. Watch the Zack Snyder movie if you want. I almost call him Snack Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um but you know i don't know that we need why you know how many other graphic novels there are out there that they yeah. could make cartoons out of that aren't the watchmen we keep
0: redoing the same fucking shit i know
1: alan Moore's really got to be like super pissed off at this point
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't even know if he gets money for that shit probably not
0: probably not um from uh IDW they also announced uh, the last ronin 2 which is uh teenage Mutant ninja turtles okay a uh, story that they had going on god how many it felt like it was every other month they were releasing it cuz it i think originally came out 2020 but came out or all ended in 2022 anyways it was a great series it was a future uh only one turtle was left. You didn't know which turtle it was. You come to find out who it is. Uh, you know, Shredder's dead. It's like his son or mm. grandson. It was like a different, you know, future post-apocalyptic kind of world. But it was really well written. Uh, art was phenomenal in it. So it was really well received as a, you know, what if. So it it resolved itself in a way that I don't know if it needed number two, but I could see them easily making... Something else in the cover, from what I saw, shows four turtles. So, whether you know the brothers come back or somehow some new turtles join to make four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles again in the future. No, uh, but I'm quite happy for that. So that's kind of a cool announcement coming from Comic Con. Um, Invincible, they are talking about when they're releasing the next season there's talks of they're going to release it in two halves like well the first
1: the first so season two the first half is out right
0: no i i only saw there was a one hour uh adam eve thing that is out okay i don't think it releases till later this year but it could be delayed because of writer everything striking some of these people are going to start moving stuff around i know sony's done a shit ton of that with their slate all the craven and all these other movies are being delayed in fact i i overheard that possibly um a venom three could come out before craven oh wow i doubt it because craven's already set in every movie looks like Yeah, and actually Venom hasn't even been shot, but it could be in the sense of maybe they shelve Craven. Who knows? Right. I I still wasn't asking for it, but I was actually going to watch it, though, because it seemed interesting enough that maybe it becomes a cool kind of spy thriller, hunter type.
1: I'm just upset with them taking villains, pure villains. Some villains in the comics are...
0: Good bad guys. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Chaotic neutral. (laughs) <laughs> craven has always given me the vibe of like not that he's always just been a bad guy yeah. there's no endearing qualities to craven and they really tried to sell this movie like he is not a bad guy and i'm like fuck he ain't <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm that that shit is starting to piss me off i a lot of people have been complaining about it for a really long time now but i'm like i'm getting to the point where i'm like enough
0: um, back to the writer strike stuff too, um the Rock Dwayne Johnson, uh, he donated a lot of money to the um Sag Foundation Relief Foundation fund.
1: Yeah. Good um, for him.
0: Which I was like, yeah, good for him. He definitely should pay some dues because he has probably gotten some fair deals
1: mm-hmm.
0: um from his takes on movies, but uh good for him for supporting that uh on the flip side uh steven amell he, he, yep uh,
1: yep green arrow
0: and heels great show oh the stars
1: yeah i didn't even realize he had i've been seeing ads for that recently and i didn't
0: even realize he the was stars? in a show
1: no and i probably wouldn't watch this anyway I would it tell sounds you like it's about wrestling it is
0: yeah you would actually watch it being like holy shit i watched three episodes because you're engaged with what it is Even having a small sense of, you know what wrestling is, you know it's fake, so seeing these people do it. Right. It's actually kind of a very good, very good show. Anyways, though, actors aren't supposed to be promoting their stuff right now. And that is coming out. And so he was at a Comic Con, which I don't know how he was supposed to be at a Comic Con there's some rules of people can like be like if at you i think
1: if you go and you're there as yourself promoting just yourself as a person that was oh, allowed that but if you were there promoting yeah. something you were doing and he was
0: doing some half backhanded kind of promotions appeals yeah. and but he was also kind of calling out the strike saying you know i believe in it but uh you know blah 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 I don't like he was kind of like I mean, he wants his cake and needs it too. right um, he's now since walked back those of course he did things he's
1: probably. got a whole fucking army of people on strike coming after him and he, listen he's not an A lister no so no he tried when he was uh in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie as uh what's his name Casey Casey Jones Casey Jones yeah, but it did not that was it did not terrible. That wasn't a good choice uh, for him
0: so this is something that I'm kind of sad that I have been I guess sitting on or didn't know about but uh Transformers has come back out again comic book wise right I knew this was going to over to Skybound okay um which image, is through image, image,
1: image with um what's his name uh Kirkman yes
0: so he has the rights to both Transformers and G.I. Joe oh so They've, they've started already with a shared universe, which I hate when people do the shared universe. But as I've said, we've had crossovers with these before. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. If you're going to have a world, you can have them shared. It just makes not some sense sometimes when you have only the G.I. Joes and Cobra and you're like, wait, where is the giant fucking robot? Because we know they're on Earth. Right. Makes sense more in the G.I. or in the Transformers side of things, having G.I. Joes as, I don't know, people running around while the robots fight. But I'm excited for this, kind of. yeah. I was not going into it thinking, I thought that the IDW run was perfect. It was a blast. It was a long, I feel like 10 years of it. And I'm like, I don't really want to start again. However, I'm going to give it a shot. I, I kind of like that they're flat out just starting. We're throwing this out there. We're going to have the same universe. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a shot and see how it does. And hopefully I can love it. Uh, again, I'll have to be like starting from scratch, which, again, my many years of Transformers lore, I know the story already. Right. So please do something different. But don't do it so different that you alienate people.
1: (laughs) Give me something that's not completely the same as what I've always had, but also don't change it too much. Yeah. Like, don't change anybody's colors or names or or affiliations affiliations or general plots. But, like, you know, throw a new kid in there or something. It's fine. (laughs) I I keep waiting for you to talk about the. The toys that came out? Uh,
0: I've been... Avoiding to, them? Yes. Yeah. I've seen some, of I'm like, ooh, but that could be a whole... I know. I'm
1: looking at some of them now. Because there's been, like, whole, like, there was this, uh, lots of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff that came out, including, like, Secret of the Ooze-specific mm-hmm. figures. Gargoyles is another one. Oh, yeah, one. some new gargoyles stuff.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm probably going to pick five. I said that the other week, and then I didn't this week. Yeah. I had a lot of other things uh, popping up.
1: Um, I went to the Mattel Creations website for their San Diego Comic-Con stuff, and they didn't have a ton, but they did have a Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I like think he got his own action figure. Jurassic World, hey. 30th anniversary Steven Spielberg figure from Mattel. I so, thought that was pretty funny.
0: Um, I don't know why Mattel I was saying Barbie then. So we know Barbie and... In- Oppenheimer was great together. It was mm-hmm. like one of those, you know, marketing, yeah, magic. That yeah, happened. the last
1: time that happened was with um, Batman: The Dark Knight and uh, Mama Mia, and they called that weekend Dark Mama.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that, but there was there was a point in time where also this had happened before with. Um, the um, Studio uh, Ghibli universe. Mm.
1: Have
0: you ever watched those movies? Oh, you- fuck yes. So they had a pairing of a dark movie and a good movie. Okay. When? So, what What years? So this would have been back in... Um, I'm trying to see. I can't even see. Is it
1: Princess Mononoke? Is, is that one of them?
0: Oh, uh, oh this was an epic uh, release in 1988.
1: 88. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this. So, it wasn't Princess Mononoke, so would it would have been My Neighbor Totoro, and then the other one, oh, God, with the witch, right? No. No?
0: That's how it was in Castle, maybe? Yeah.
1: Not that one? What would it have been Think the other a dark dar- one? I'm trying
0: to. They're all kind of dark. <laughs> have you ever seen Grave of the Fireflies?
1: No. That one I haven't seen. Is that the one that came out with yeah. it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, um... Totoro is a very cute, nice, friendly one. Uh, Grave of the Fireflies is Japanese getting bombed. Mm. And these two boys who lost their parents trying to survive. And I don't want to give it away, but it's tragic at the end yeah. of how this is life. And I'm like, I just watched this. This was a cartoon. This right. was, And I've said it before on this podcast, but I... Everyone online was like, oh, you're going to cry at this movie. And I was like, bullshit. Finally, I'll turn it on. And I legit had tears at the end because it was so beautifully Aww. well done. And it is sad as fuck. Yeah. And I can't believe that people would have brought their kids to the one movie not knowing what this other movie Wait. is. That had to have been fucked up for some kids.
1: Possibly. Possibly.
0: Possibly. I guarantee you, if you watch Grave yeah, of the but, Fireflies, but listen, then you kid- okay,
1: let's talk about the 80s, right? <laughs> Can we just talk about the 80s now? Maybe not. Um, but also, like, mo- those movies weren't playing in movie theaters here in the 80s. True, true. Unless you Different. lived in, like, New York City or L.A. or something like that. So we're literally talking about parents in, like, Japan taking their kids to that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, are
0: not even taking their and kids. And I feel like... They're probably just going themselves. Well,
1: and I also feel like parents didn't suffer their children's whining back. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a good chance they would have just taken him and been like, Sh- "Shut the fuck up." It's a good movie. This is this happened here, you know. <laughs> this is our actual history. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, I don't. I haven't seen that one. I, um, I've seen I would, most of them. Recommend.
0: But yeah. Um. So I thought that was kind of a funny thing I came across. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is uh, well. Force of nature. Obviously, Deadpool had to be postponed or uh, whatever you call right. it. Right. They're stopped production. Yeah, postponed. I
1: think is the right word.
0: While that's going on, he's still coming on your mint commercials uh, all the time, and he's also doing some other things like bringing back Elf.
1: Oh, he's going to bring back Elf. Is he going to be? the he
0: di- in a mint commercial. Uh,
1: oh, I think I did. And know in that.
0: other content, he's he's. I don't know what and he's involved with, but he's trying to get Elf to be back, and Elf is going to be promoting some things on some streaming service somewhere. Okay. Um, Interesting. And doing things like that, so huh. Elf will be back. I know I at least seen the commercial. Already. Do you
1: think that that show would still work today?
0: No, it feels
1: like a very special. That was like it came at the exact specialist time it could have came.
0: Yeah, because he eats cats and it's so weird, and 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 he's a pervert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think (laughs) I think the Muppet, the Muppet human dynamic could work. Right. I wouldn't. I. uh, I mean, we've seen movies, yeah. I just don't think with the alien, I don't know. I don't think his personality. his personality is stuck in the past, right? And I don't think he's evolved enough to where it's...
1: it would be. They would have to change him too much to fit modern sensibilities. Yes, and I don't think people would buy on to that concept now. And it would he would they would have to change him too much for people like us to enjoy it. Yeah,
0: because I do still enjoy the old elf because I know he's kind of the crouchy old yeah. perverted man. Yes, he is. yes. He is. But Ryan Reynolds is also bringing. Biker Mice from Mars. Oh. He's going to co-produce uh, a series of of that. He's just got a lot of stuff going on, that guy. hmm Then he's got his... And he's
1: Canadian, so is he striking? <laughs> can he work in Canada still?
0: I don't know. I don't think he is working. I think he's supporting yeah. what's going on. But
1: can he... But say he was working on purely Canadian productions.
0: He probably could, but then he would have had to had that planned already. Right. Like, I don't think he... He things, has Deadpool lined up right now. Yeah,
1: but the way I think the way th- productions work in Canada too is like you have to have a certain number of people, like your movie has to have a certain percentage of Canadian content. So like it is more, it is more structured and government controlled than Hollywood is, and a lot of countries are like that actually. Um And like a lot of countries fund the movies. Like there's a whole department of government that just fund movies that are being made. So I would imagine if he really wanted to work, he could do Canadian content. Probably not be breaking the the strike line.
0: Sure, he's just having fun, relaxing, doing all his other fun stuff. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, his I don't Blake Blake Lively's not Canadian, is she? Isn't she from the United States?
0: I don't know. But Uh, speaking of Canada, though, uh, the other week I did a Shits Creek trivia night. Oh,
1: I love Shits Creek.
0: I do, too. What I do not love it, I guess, is some of these people who showed up with shirts and stuff oh, from the show. Yeah. and I've my, watched
1: it like four times, but I don't own any
0: my, paraphernalia. My group, uh, luckily, one of my friends, like she had recently started watching it again to get caught up for this trivia. And so she actually had a lot more of it in her head. I haven't watched it since it Ended like a year ago or so. Yeah. So for me, trying to remember some of it, I'm like, oh yeah, this. Thank God we. Had it's been her... a couple years now since but it ended. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we we lost. <laughs> there are some people that were like, how the fuck did they get all those right? I like, know they're cheating. Because yeah, because these these were hard fucking questions. This wasn't the generic trivia that I am very good at. Yeah. Having like doing a lot of a little stuff and and all that jazz. This was specific whose laugh is this from episode seven? Oh, wow. Series, whatever, you know, like, huh? that wasn't one of the questions, but it was like that. Yeah. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah, I often wonder how I would do in those situations because I've watched Shits Creek like three times, three or four times, but I also I don't commit that shit to memory. My memory is better saved for more important things.
0: I get quotes sometimes, the funny quotes, like, because I'll repeat them to my brother or right. something. Right, yeah. But yeah, I don't remember every single detail. No. Who who is wearing the blue dress in this episode? Yeah, unless it was a whole episode of revolved around a blue dress right. that we're all supposed to know about. Yeah, yeah, don't know clue. <laughs> um, so Kickstarter has come about uh, talking about using AI um, for generating images uh, on Kickstarter projects. Okay, and um. Yeah, they're trying to change the ways that some of the things are using AI technology for those things, such as because there's the case of it steals other people's art to generate mm-hmm. uh, elements for the new work and everything, and how yeah, AI is. I did. It's not,
1: not even. Let's let's not. I thought can, we'd be fighting Terminators. We, not can we stop calling it artificial intelligence I because if you're stealing stuff from other places to make a new thing, then it's generally just a really good research tool and a collage maker.
0: I mean, it, but it's a little bit more than that. that Obviously. What they're doing. But
1: like, it's not making, there's nothing, it's not intelligent. It's following Some, instructions.
0: Well, yeah. But that's kind of what logic is. If, a little bit, then.
1: but there, it hits a point where it has to like, wait for more instruction. You know what I mean? Like, it's not learning and then making generalized leaps in logic. It's literally just, like, getting to the point of the question you asked and then stopping.
0: Well. I'm
1: yeah. not going to say that's going to be that way no. forever. But I just, but... I like
0: that, that Kickstarter is kind of trying to get ahead of it and, like Good. making the people say, this is what this is going to do. This is the database that we're using. Because I can only assume, too, like, Kickstarter is, like, we have a good system going now. We right. just take percentages off other people putting stuff up. We don't want to get in this thing. Yeah. Let's put some rules down to make sure that we don't become a target of people going after them. And it makes sense, too. Like, I shouldn't be putting up on Kickstarter some, this AI is going to revolutionize gaming, right? But not have details up for people. Unless I'm a known person anyways who would mm-hmm. trust a random Joe Blow putting that up there. But again, I think more insight of right. the behind the scenes. When you have a game, you see the game. You see the board. You can see how it's played. Right. You know what you're getting. Some of these AIs, you don't know what right. what they could come to. Yeah. They're all going to turn into Skynet. Uh,
1: I don't know, man. Uh, they're learning from humans, so I think eventually it's just going to get dumber. <laughs> instead of smarter <laughs> I mean, that is, that is very true. it's like when they set the i can't remember what it was it was like some bot that they set up to learn from like twitter and it just got really racist after a couple hours
0: <laughs> yep. so um a comic book series that i truly have enjoyed that has been on hiatus for forever um, and i can never pronounce it correctly the the Amory Wars it's uh Armory? No, it's A M O R Y. A M um, uh, Amory Amory yeah. i think is how it's supposed Amory to be. Wars? But it's created by Claudio Sanchez who's the lead singer of Coheed and Cambria. Okay. And I brought this up before. We got to meet him and all that and this is what Coheed and Cambria's band is based off of. Those are two of the title characters of Coheed and Cambria comic book. Gotcha. And so the last that we ever got of anything was, um, I think it was, uh, yeah, Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 5, um, or Star Star 4, but that was back in 2005. Oh, wow. And that was the last thing that we got something adopted from the music. Because again, how this band has always been and what made me fall in love with the band is they take stuff from the lyrics or some from the comic book and they turn it into lyrics and sometimes they take the lyrics and two separate worlds. Cause mm-hmm. obviously they know they're a band mm-hmm. that is having fun and rocking out, but the meanings can be twofold with also, if you read the comic books, you get some hints from there. Um, but they've just said that uh, boom uh, is looking at, uh, or they're in the middle of finishing up uh, oh. some, a new, couple issues uh, to be coming out and nice they didn't give a time cuz they're just saying that they're they're working on it. They've been working on it for a while. They know that it's been since yeah, 2005 pretty much when
1: so almost 20 years
0: the last well they did have a they had a collection of some small things come out um 2009 like but yes, that's feels like the last time. I mean,
1: they're like they're old now. Well, I mean, we're old now, too, but, like, I wonder if that's going to change the vibe of the comics now that they're 20 years older.
0: Well, the last... So, the last comic was very weird and meta, too. It was, like, almost as if... It's hard for me to explain it. It was... There's this world that is a universe that kind of the worlds are connected and... um, there's kind of a government in between the worlds and all that Mm -hmm. um and then this person pretty much gets this powerful um god did he get injected or i forget how he got anyways it's a whole story of some politics and and everything but the last book was kind of a meta almost like a person who was the well the writer of this book. So it was almost like a self-reflection okay. kind of thing. It didn't fit to where I, I liked it, but it tons of people in the band, or that love the band, are like, oh, I get it, this and that, and I see it. Eh, please throw. I want to get back to the cool, right. space-faring, Star Wars-type, uh, interesting, sure, creative thing that they came up with. So I'm glad to hear that that's coming back. Awesome. Um, I do have a couple last... Dumb Stories. Yay! Um, where did that one about Kevin's? Oh, Kevin just, Smith? Yeah, this one wasn't a dumb story. I just want to let you know. They have a mail order subscription service for Jane and Bob's secret staff. Oh, I knew, so them. I knew that already. I
1: knew that already. If you... Um, and, and I think you can get, like... So Kevin's books, if you do those through their mail order service, I'm pretty sure you will get, like, signed copies and stuff like that. Not 100% certain, but if you do not have a comic book in your town and you would like to sign up for a comic pull list, you can do it through the Secret Stash in Red Bank, New Jersey, and they will send them directly to you. You still get the pull list discount, but I don't know if they charge shipping. I would imagine they have to. Yeah,
0: they'd have to. Um, But my three things that I found over the, the past week and a half that I thought was dumb... So, Taco Tuesday is a thing again.
1: Taco Tuesday?
0: Did you hear about the lawsuit that was going on about it?
1: No. Yeah.
0: So, some random place um, had, I guess, trademarked Taco Tuesday. How can you do that? Because their their Taco John's is the place. They came up with it as a marketing slogan. Put it in there. You
1: can't trademark the phrase Taco Tuesday, though. I don't think so either. Just like yeah, I don't think you should trademark the phrase "Comic
0: Con" either. But no, true, and I agree ho- full full with that. But there was some stuff with Taco Bell, you know, saying Taco Tuesday, and this other place was like countersuing them, and then it got to where ultimately the original place that had the trademark uh, decided to just open the trademark and drop it. Say anyone can use it. Yeah. So.
1: It's too. It's too much in the com- common nomenclature.
0: Yes, just like comic. Oh, that pisses me off that that somehow. Yeah. Passed. I know. Whatever. Um, but.
1: Who wants to buy tacos from a place called Taco Johns? I, don't,
0: I mean, if it's been there forever, I mean. It sounds like a it, white guy selling tacos. That does. Yeah.
1: I don't want to eat white guy tacos.
0: True. <laughs> Um, Aquaman two is gonna get a prequel comic book.
1: Didn't didn't they have a prequel to that Aquaman two? Called Aquaman. Aquaman. 2?
0: It's called Aquaman? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was like, "What the is there gonna be fuck? a
1: giant time gap? What the
0: fuck announcement is that for is... a book? Like the
1: could... only thing I can think was if there's a huge time gap between the two movies." But I positive. Or they have to re-edit it to kill off Amber Heard, and they need to put that in the comic book. I don't even book. know
0: why the fuck that movie's still coming out. I don't know. I, mean, I, I forgot, forgot all about it anymore.
1: I, James Gunn hasn't put a kibosh to that yet. No, he's done with that universe. To, that's
0: what I thought. I thought Flash was out the there. last one, but now this is
1: out of there. Well, Blue Beetle. Well, is Blue Beetle part of the new or the old?
0: He said yes, sort of. Okay. So they're not going to. It's going to be part of this new universe. I don't know if they're going to then go with this Blue Beetle going forward, mm. but this is going to be origin Story of this Blue Beetle, because there's, uh, I forget what this Blue Beetle is, um, Ted Cord is the main one Jamie Reyes. before, yeah, Jamie Reyes, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's planning on then doing, using Ted Cord later, I could assume he yeah, probably so. is with booster because those two are a m- good pairing
1: honestly that is my only complaint about what i've seen of this movie so far is that the only reason i want ted corn is because i want him to do blue and gold <laughs> and, and you that, can't and do blue and gold with jamie think, i'm sorry you just can't
0: yeah. and jamie from what i didn't know was has been blue beetle for a while a couple, long time so yeah. therefore that makes sense that they picked him right but if james gunn has some booster gold thoughts you can you, well, you could still have this one. I'm pretty It's su- a different one. And then Ted could come in as.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he became the Blue Beetle after Max Lord killed him in one of the crises. Yes. I
0: believe. Yeah. And
1: that caused Wonder Woman
0: to. So, yeah. of truth, him to death. But I just. <laughs> I was like, so. My mind boggled of a prequel comic book, Aquaman yeah. 2. <laughs>
1: The, in my brain, the only way that's acceptable is if they've decided to get Amber Heard out of this movie and and they're just going to not have they're just gonna cut her out completely and not even talk about it. And then they can do a comic book in front of that to explain what happened without actually having to have her in it. Just the comic book version of her.
0: That would be that could see that.
1: But it, I it, doubt that's what they're doing. Probably not, because they don't it never follows like the common sense thing to do when we talk about this shit.
0: And then the only other thing that I I'll th-
1: cross the strike line, you want me to come right for you? <laughs> <laughs> Tony and I could probably fix some things.
0: <laughs> that, I want to get a job of just watching superhero movies and telling the people, why did you do this? Let's oh, you go just want to be
1: th- in focus groups.
0: <laughs> well, no, I should be in the focus group before they even write, like. Yeah, I want to be like, guys, why did you include this? This seems fucking dumb. Like, right. Include this instead. I don't have to always be right, but I can at least pick up on some shit of, this is garbage. Yeah. I would have told that about secret invasion. Right. Yeah.
1: How about, even though Bill Murray, everybody loves him, how about we not put him in this movie? It yeah. adds nothing to the plot.
0: Zero things. Or, and that, back <laughs> to, to Ant-Man 3, when she's like, oh, we, you know, we'll meet up. Or, who? Who are we meeting? And then it's a whole ado of, like, they're in the bar, and then he comes down. It's like, bitch, why couldn't you have said his name? Like, nobody Lord, knows who Lord he is. John or yeah. something. And then you could still do that. No one knew who he was, but you seem so fucking stupid to not right. say any. Oh, yeah. But last last thing that I saw, again, we, we scour the internet for uh, news us. and everything. And I just thought we needed to, Someplace thought they needed to have an Oppenheimer uh, spoilers uh, article. Okay. Because we didn't know what happened <laughs> at the end of that movie.
1: <laughs> like. Oh, that's funny. It's like having one for the Titanic movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's. I, I was
0: like, man, some of these places are reaching on what they're trying to do.
1: Yeah. That's for fucking sure. Too funny.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, there wasn't, like I said, pretty much what I there wasn't a lot of, No and it'll be like that for a while. Guarantee you, I've been noticing lots more news on wrestling.
1: Oh. Cause
0: wrestling, they can still, right. And so it's.
1: Can there, can plots still, can stories still be written?
0: Yeah. Cause they're not union. Oh, ben they're Canada non-union.
1: That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I've been sort of let them do that. That's right. like
0: an entertainment thing that right. can. People could tune in if they want to be entertained, because it is entertaining. I mean, we're just going
1: to get another fucking giant amount of reality
0: television. Mm -hmm. If we could do some more Taskmaster-like shit, cool.
1: Yeah, or just go watch... I mean, again, this is an American problem. So go start watching... British TV. British TV, or Canadian TV, or Korean TV. I mean, it's all out there. Expand your mind. Heck Yeah watch some subtitles it'll be fine you all can read you read comics (laughs) it's just like reading a moving comic pictures pictures and words pictures and words you can do it you can do it i know you can do it
0: (laughs) and with that stay thirsty for more news we find hopefully um yeah (laughs) (laughs) pictures and
1: words pictures and words